Okay. Is that how we starting off the new year? Yep. You want to just tell me anything else is on your mind? I really don't like your hair. Okay. And it's un-American. <laughs> I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. <laughs> you didn't let that white man get to you. <laughs> Remember, just because your teeth white. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. You still black. people come up with stuff like, yeah, just because your elbows wrinkled don't mean you're smart. Like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> I used to always think old people, my granny used to say, um, instead of saying gay, she would say funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was funny. I was like, oh, Granny. I don't think you say. I spit out my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't people say funny? They did too. That was like, oh, child, because you know, he kind of funny. He kind of funny. Let him, don't let him work with the kids. <laughs> and they meant that too. <laughs> Y'all, what she said. Y'all not letting brother Ronnie. Y'all not letting brother Ronnie work with the kids, are you? Cause he funny. Cause he funny. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, what he can mean? drive the van. <laughs> oh, that remind me of Golden Girls when <laughs> the gay curtain was on there and Blast said, "You just want to fly on out of here, don't you?" Yeah, it's like stuff people yes. would say. <laughs> like, damn. I love that episode because he had the clap back was real. Oh, he was she ready said, for you her. Just ready to fly you out ready of here, to fly on out of here. Aren't I was you? like, dang. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, God. Old people, we need to just have an episode talking about just stuff old people say. Oh, God. Can I tell you? My I cannot old people. wait. Right. My fave old people right. sayings. I can't wait to be old. I got oh. all kind of stuff. I'm so excited about it. Kenneth. Yes. We are back from out of space. What's in my teeth? Can y'all believe it's been a while? Oh, God. I'm so excited to we be We are back. My fave. This is How season two. Can, you, yes. can I tell you? I mention all the time. I didn't even think we would get past episode one. And here we are with Why a whole another season. Why you didn't think we were going to get past episode one? You a little hard to work with. Oh, um, it's hard because I have talent. Oh, got you. Yeah, you do. And it's and I can understand that because yeah. there's like a difference and you can't. I get it. I, get I understand. It. Yeah, I know. Hard. It's hard. And you, you fool yourself. So it makes it hard to really. I'm it's fooling like a, myself. You're, that too. But you're full of yourself. Yeah, I'm full so of. So it's a struggle. I'm full of God's anointing. Okay, you pregnant with purpose? I'm pregnant with purpose, and I'm gotcha. in my ninth month. <laughs> I got the handmaiden of the Holy Ghost gonna help me push. Oh, uh, did you just like handmaid's tail? That's why you want to say that. <laughs> Don't make me spit this tea out. <laughs> I got on my red dress with, with my white. Why do I look like an usher boy uniform? <laughs> I look like wire robes. <laughs> so usually I'll ask you, Ken, how was your week? But it's been so long. How oh. has it been since we last recorded? Oh my God! I was on tour. I had this amazing. Uh, I'm sorry. Why are we laughing? My tour video. You was on tour in your home. I toured from the kitchen to the living room. I did an amazing concert in the hallway. I did something in the backyard, and for my finale, I was on. The How porch. was ticket sales? Through the roof. <laughs> we sold out, especially in the hallway. Oh, it was. Four it was people, real in the hallway. Four people bought their tickets for the hallway performance. We were lit, <laughs> as the young people say. We were litty. 
That's good though. I'm you excited. Had a good little time I had off. a great time. It was wonderful. I got my locks twisted. I was. It was a wonderful time. <laughs> it, it was a. It, I had a great time. It was awesome. Uh, how about you? What did you do during the break, Marcella? So much has gone on. <gasps> Things wow. have been amazing. Spill I think the towards tea. the end of the last time, I was just getting a new job. Now I've gotten pretty settled in that new job. Oh, it can get a little intense at times, right? You right. know, and I'm kind of fresh into the atmosphere. Uh huh. But you know what? One thing I love about myself. Is my attitude. Here, give me your hands. Oh, no, no, no. Give me no, your hands. No. I don't want to touch you. Give me your hands. Kenneth, no. Give me your hands. Hey! I <laughs> no, I felt I nothing but pray. darkness. I know you didn't feel I no felt darkness. Dark. That was your own Y'all, darkness. he just grabbed my hand and tried to pray for me, and I saw Beelzebub. And that's because that's what was coming out of you. <laughs> anyway, let me finish talking about my month. <laughs> no, really, everything is good, though. I really feel great. And it's something about... Not only feeling great, but practicing feeling great. If okay. that makes sense, I I actively that practice that does make sense feeling good because I refuse to walk around with a dark cloud over me. You know that's good. Steep. Can I tell you about dark clouds? Go ahead, tell me. You got a word? No. Uh-uh. But we were driving in Florida, and I don't do them states. I remember us going to like Orlando or going to one of them Disney something. And can I tell you, in our little rental van, we drove through a cloud. It was something right off a cartoon. It, we was on the freeway, and it was a cloud with rain in front of us. Mm-hmm. And we drove through it like a shot, like a uh, like a car wash. It was the wow. craziest thing to me. Like I'd never seen nothing like that in my life. And when you just said dark cloud over you, it, it made, made you think, think about that? that memory. And we were like twelve years old, eleven. And I was like, my look, it's a cloud of rain. <laughs> and we went you said through it just like that. Yeah, I said, my look, it's a cloud of rain. <laughs> and we came through the other side. Like we had just gone through a car. I don't know. That's weird. Anybody from Florida? Can you all comment on that if you're listening from Florida? So, kid, you know what we got to do. Cause what ain't nothing changed. What do we have to do? We got to do our lights, camera, action. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? Did we? Did we tell? Did we tell everybody what we are? What if somebody's listening to the first for the first time? What if? <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if we have somebody listening for the first time? We are my fave. We talk about fine jewels that you can purchase on the black market. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anybody need a Picasso? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my fave. You know, I am Marcellus. I'm the TV guy. And my name is Ken. I'm the movie guy. And this is where we get to have our fun chit chat brought to you by Nothing But Foolishness. That's it. And we get to talk about our favorite movies and our favorite television. Casual, fun, cool But you know what's interesting? What's the theme today, Ken? Our theme is a reverse, you guys. <laughs> reverse, reverse. <laughs> you know what I think would be really good in this part? Oh, God. If you would have like Here we go. Rewind. And when you do that, like reverse, revert, like from the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember the song Cupid Shuffle? Yeah. Is that what it That ain't even the song. Which Ooh. one is it? No. Which one I'm is it? I'm not going to even tell you because you should know for the culture. Which one is it, y'all? Tell me which one to go. Reverse, reverse, slide to the, the right. Slide. Slide. Yeah, do the reverse, Marcella's right in that part when okay. we say. Guys, I'm gonna reverse it right back to you saying the wrong title. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Y'all gonna forgive me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. remember the song cupid shuffle listen i would like to say i always talk about movies marcellus always talks about tv but today we get to talk about the opposite thing yeah he's gonna talk about his favorite movie for this episode and i'm gonna talk about my favorite tv show and we figured since it's our first episode of our second season we would go back to just like our first episode of our first season of our fave of all time 
I didn't get to tell you my fave movie of all time, or if I did, I get, didn't get to really go into detail. And Ken is going to tell you his fave TV show of all time. And we get to see just a little different because, you know, I'm always talking about TV. He's always talking about movies. Let's see how it goes. But before we do that, we're going to do our lights, camera, action. So what's going to happen, Ken? For lights, camera, action, uh, our amazing producer, producer Brandon. Lights, camera, action. He's going to yeah, do something really fun with us. We like this lights, rapid camera, round action. questions. We do not know lights, these camera, questions action. that he's going to ask us. Well, this is our first time hearing them, just as it is your first time hearing these questions. Ken, why do we do lights, camera, action, though? We do lights, camera, action because we want to do something fun to kind of warm up and um, yeah. get our energy up. Yeah, and, praise the Lord. Um, just because... It's cool. It's cool. So, Mr. Producer Brandon. Yes, sir. What do you have for us? Well, I am going to ask you guys some quick fire questions. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, we got to answer fast. Yes. We got to answer quick. So, the object is I'm going to ask you questions that should be something that you should know the answer to off the top of your head. And Uh I'm going to try and also throw you guys off a little bit. (coughs) Go ahead. I'm ready. Um, So, just try and make it off the cuff. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. (gasps) My favorite things. Here we go. Uh, Favorite cereal. Oh, Captain Crunch, the uh, regular one without the berries. Uh, Nabisco Frosted Mini Wheats. Favorite Asian dish? <laughs> Why are you mad at me? My- you are um, <laughs> Nabisco Frosted Mini Wheats. <laughs> I love Frosted Mini Wheats. Um, My favorite what, Brandon? Favorite Asian dish? Oh, barbecue uh, pork. Uh, uh, chow mein pan fried noodle style. Mm. Okay, favorite Italian dish? Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Some real authentic bomb lasagna. Not that frozen shit. Mm. Chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> okay. Is that you know Italian? what? No, continue. Is that We're Italian? not going to even go into this. Why y'all judging me and shaming me? Favorite food of all time. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, my favorite food of all time is um anything Ooh. Asian. You know what? I lied. No, no, you can't say anything Asian. Oh. That's You want me to be more specific? You got to like throw out a meal. Okay, my favorite food of, my favorite food of all time would have you to be um Ooh, Korean barbecue. Ooh, that's a good choice. I would have said mm-hmm. that, but um, mm-hmm. I before I said cheesecake, but I back in the day, but I take that back. Okay. My favorite food is steak, just a bomb steak that's yeah. made perfectly. Yeah. I would had in my in my mind, I had a steak mm-hmm. on the grill when I was thinking about Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. Favorite baby boy name? Ooh, Jethro, Jody. <laughs> Wait, you mean as in a baby boy or the movie baby boy? <laughs> Because that's exactly what I thought of. I hate you, Jody. He said Jody. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite fruity candy? Oh, Starburst. Jolly Ranchers. Favorite scary movie? The Conjuring has been like up in my top three right now. Love that movie. It was really good. I don't know. Insidious. I'm lying, but I don't know. (laughs) Favorite favorite Family Guy character? Stewie. Stewie for show. Stewie. I love Stewie. Favorite canceled TV series? Oh, Living Single. Benson. (laughs) Okay, did you say Benson? (laughs) I'm mad at the fact that you even know that, and I'm happy at the same time. (laughs) I love me some Benson. Benson came in. Favorite car color? Uh, Matte black. Candy red. Favorite flower? A lily. A bird of paradise. I don't know why I say lily. Favorite animal? Oh, a white tiger. Koi fish. Favorite bird? A hawk. Bird of paradise. Favorite sea creature? <laughs> octopus. Octopuses are dope. Octopi. Ooh, uh, octopus is dope. You seen that video where the octopus crawl out through that hole yeah, in the boat? Yeah, octopus is scary. They he went through the shit. hole yeah. in the boat and went right back out to the ocean. I saw a video when the octopus was doing math. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I, okay. That Here probably was a cartoon on Sesame Street. Favorite <laughs> website? 
Favorite website? Never YouTube. Mind. Oh, sell <laughs> it. YouTube. No, <laughs> that wasn't your favorite. YouTube. Uh huh. He probably was like porn hub. I would not. I don't even know what that is. Let's <laughs> 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 ask your phone. <laughs> we'll know who favorite website. Oh God. oh God. Favorite cooking or kitchen smell. Onions ooh. and bell pepper and celery. Onion, bell pepper, and garlic. Let me. me tell you. Ooh, garlic is good too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, garlic is good mm-hmm. too. That's okay. the trifecta, baby. Favorite musician. Ooh, that's hard. Lenny Kravitz. When I think of musician, I think of producer Brandon, somebody that's actually playing an instrument. And I'm sure it's not that technical, but I think about uh, a me- oh my god, James Brown. Was the amazing. most fun game I've ever played. The most fun game I've ever played. Oh God! Uh, I love categories. Categories, yeah. I like how intense it gets in categories because be you get full on arguments. Get serious. We almost had a family divide, <laughs> like a full on family. Still not divide. talking about it. My family. Oh, you want a family divide? Favorite aunt or uncle? Auntie Jackie. Auntie Jackie. <laughs> Marcellus, make a choice. I can't. Somebody. Say they Somebody old enough to fight live. me. They old enough to live with the Auntie results. Velma. There it is. <laughs> I made him say that, Auntie Velma. All right, final question. Final Auntie question. Rosie, I love you too. Final what? Final question. The one splurge grocery item that you've never splurged on? Lobster tails Poor at Costco. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well. Ladies Just and wanted to mix things up a bit. <laughs> that it concludes. Lobster tails, though. Yes, you know at Costco you can get a good amount of. Lo- Every time I yes. pass by Costco, when I go by that seafood section, yes. I always realize how poor I am, and I didn't make the right choice to choose the right college you're degree. You're poor. You rich in the Lord. Well, it don't get lobster tails, <laughs> so I have to <laughs> keep walking. Because until the Holy That's Ghost come down sin. and put some more money on my. Because <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus said, "Don't eat no shellfish." No shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't gonna ever be able to afford no. No wonder. You know what? <laughs> my daddy made gumbo growing up. We are really blaspheming. <laughs> I'm not going to heaven. I just realized it's all it. kind of stuff you ain't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to eat no shellfish, according to Leviticus. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're not supposed to. My God, what else am I doing? Well, we'll get into that on another episode. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's time for us to take our first break. Oh, see you on the other times. side. <gasps> hey, this is Kylie Amber Alexis. And I'm back with another great product. If you really love my K-Pops and you really love my cleanse, then you'll love my delicious, yummy, non-GMO, non-artificial, all-natural, gluten-free, yummy yogurts with three delicious flavors. My first flavor is avocado toast yogurt. Mmm, I can smell the greenery now. Yes, baby. You say you're going to help me prepare for my TED Talk. I will. Mommy's making a commercial. You always say that. I know. Mommy loves you. Our another delicious yummy yogurt flavor, kale salad. That's right. You've been asking for it, and here it is. Kale salad flavored yogurt. Just watch the pounds. Mom! Ma- yes, baby. Are we supposed to go to the chef tasting menu at Nobu? Oh my god! With the fillers in my face, sometimes it causes me to black out. I don't remember things. Oh Yell at me. And also, our favor of the month, backed by popular demand, vegan three bean yogurt. That's right, Kylie Amber Alexis' delicious yummy yogurts. Isn't your mouth just watering for some yogurt right now? Ah! Yes, baby. I'm supposed to go to preteen soul cycle. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna take you to preteen cell cycle. Yeah. Just give me a moment. I'm making a commercial. What did Dr. Randall say about stressing mommy? That's right. Sorry for yelling. Mommy loves you, baby. That's right. Kylie Amber Alexis delicious yummy yogurts. You're gonna wanna try some right now. Bye. All right. <clears throat> we back. We back. We back. Damn loud. <laughs> <clears throat> I am. We back and we black. That's right. And don't be wickedy wickedy whack. Wickedy 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 whack. Blackity 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 black. Do people do that a lot? Wickedy 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 whack. Yeah, because of the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's coming in, like that's just something dumb somebody would do coming in from like period three after lunch or something like that. Wickedy 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 whack. Y'all sit down, okay, mom. Oh, just doing dumb stuff. Oh, times. Well, Kenneth, <clears throat> let's get into this. Let's stir it up even more. So you usually go first with the movies, but how no. about you go first this time with television? Oh, okay. I'm excited. Let me do this, y'all. I am Are you so ready for this? about my show. Are you sure? <laughs> so in case somebody listening doesn't know, this is our time where we go ahead and we talk about our faves. That's the whole point of this. So Ken usually talks about his fave movie, but today he's going to talk about his fave TV show. And now, mind you, this is his fave of all time. So Ken, a lot is resting on your shoulders. This is your fave TV show of all time. Time, time, time. Oh, your legacy. Anyway, listen, I'm so excited because I had a I had a little hard time trying to choose. Okay. <clears throat> But I'm going to tell y'all, I went with this show because this show is also connected to my childhood. Oh, okay. And so a lot of shows from like the 70s and 60s and stuff was like in syndication when I was growing up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I remember going over to my grandmother's after I get out of school because she would pick us up and the house would be smelling like onions and garlic and celery because she got yes. some collard greens or something cooking on the stove, oh, some God. chicken bacon in the oven. And then we would watch TV and because we finished our homework at school, whatever. My favorite show, which I was like, oh, my God. I think every guy liked this show. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Y'all, Knight Rider was the show back like in the day. Show. I like that show. You, I mean, you had this cool, dope car that was like a robot. How could you not like the chase scenes and all the gadgets? So, Michael Knight, if y'all don't know, uh, was a detective. And he used to be like some Vietnam Special Forces intelligence agent. And they thought he was dead. And he kind of was given like a new face and a new identity. And his assignment was to fight crime. Mm -hmm. So he worked for Knight Industries. And you'll find out in episode one, there was a character, his name was Wilton Knight, and he was all about justice and truth. Mm -hmm. And so when this detective was injured, this army person was injured, he wanted to help give him another chance. And he had the money to finance his uh, facial reconstructive surgery because he had gotten shot. Oh man! And then he he's like fillers, on, right? For real, <laughs> for real. <laughs> and so he gave him a chance, and he also equipped him with not only an amazing support team, but he equipped him with this state-of-the-art futuristic weapon known as Kit. All right, mm. and Kit is called Night Industries Two Thousand. So it was K I T T, and it is this car. Yes. Oh my God, the car! But what's really dope about it is it has artificial intelligence so the car has a mind of its own and a personality so um it's amazing devin miles is michael knight's boss and he's there to kind of like help guide him and give him his new missions and stuff Mm -hmm. this show came out in 1982 
and it went to 1986. It's drama, it's crime, it's action, it's sci-fi. Y'all, the chase scenes. If you really want to watch these shows, you got to know that they do these little tight angles on the tires as they turn left and the oh, smoke yeah. screeching. It get real. The, the smoke coming from behind the tailpipes as they go over some dusty path. This show was everything as a kid. And I do own season one on DVD. Come on. And I love to put in an episode kind of like just to have it playing in the background just to see uh, Michael talk. Um, uh, no, not Michael, but Hello, Kit Michael. talk. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. <laughs> I don't know why you make somebody like playing like British and everything is like super I'm cool. I'm telling you, if you're British, you can say anything. <laughs> you can say whatever and you I'm want. I'm gonna believe you, right? Um, it was kind of like yeah, it's it? kind of like kind of British. He's like, I don't know, I can't really do it. Anyway, David Hasselhoff uh, obviously rose to fame because he played this character on TV, mm-hmm. and then the character of the voices, uh, his name is William Daniels. And um, this show is created by Glenn Larson, who also created Magnum P.I. Really? Yeah. And Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I like Battlestar Galactica. So this guy was on a road creating some amazing shows back in the day. Yeah. I just want to say, y'all, if you're looking for an action-packed show that's really cool and kind of retro, this would be the thing to watch. This is the show to watch? I got a question for you. What's your question? So let's say you're on this show, or let's say this is real life. Yes. (laughs) And you could pick the car. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that Ken has a model of this car. I have it sitting right here on the table <clears throat> in I, front of us. Listen, I got this car <laughs> sitting right here on the table. He is very devoted. I am a devoted fan. Anyway, let's say you're in it and you get to pick the car and the car is going to have all the same specs and be, you mm-hmm. know, intelligent and all that and have mm-hmm. a voice. I want to know what car. Okay. What's going to look like and everything. What color. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what's the voice. Who the voice going to be. <laughs> First of all, I have a Cadillac. Okay. And it would be a matte black Cadillac. What year? It's going to be 1982. Okay. It's okay. going to be an Eldorado. Eldorado. <laughs> With the suede top. Yes. And the leather seat. And it's going to pick people up who late for church. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> your your ride is here. <laughs> Get on in. And it's gonna I feel be like a- your car would talk like that. Yeah. And he would switch lanes. Switching lanes. <laughs> I'm about to accelerate. <laughs> you ain't got your seatbelt on, girl. I can see like the show. It's like I'm about to switch lanes and then the car behind just stops and waves like, oh look. <laughs> right, right. And I ain't gonna have no like rockets or no guns or nothing like that. Mm-mm. It's gonna be like scratchers. <laughs> Your stuff gonna be made out of uh, it's gonna be like stuff you make at home. Right, exactly. He give you paper plates, right? Because you forgot <laughs> and Tupperware. I got plastic bags. I got Tupperware. <laughs> you forgot for your Tupperware for your lunch. Look in the basket and see what you got. You gonna have a hot sauce dispenser? <laughs> yes, it's gonna have Red Rooster. It's gonna have different hot sauce. You want Red Rooster on that? <laughs> we need to do that. And it would have a jacket in case she was cold. Forgot your jacket at the movies? Don't Ooh. worry. I got it'll be a fur coat dealing with you I, yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand you I'm so excited for my car your car gonna be a mess yes. but everybody gonna be trying to be in it <laughs> right, right 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 <laughs> you ain't even gotta drive you just in the front seat just waving <laughs> and my car name would be Jesse <laughs> I thought you said Jesse I was like uh oh too soon <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I ain't touching that with her <laughs> 
touch yes. that. We all j- let's have a moment of silence yeah, he for needed. mental health. Yeah. Oh, bless his oh heart. But God. anyway, the crazy thing about this show is uh, David Hasselhoff playing the character of Michael Knight. He didn't meet the actor who did the voice of Kit until the Christmas party at the first season. Really? Because he was doing all his voiceover stuff in the studio, so he never met him. He's like the first time he, he met him. He probably thought the car was there. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like, oh, you do the voice? Right. Oh, nice shit. to meet you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty kind of cool. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, Pontiac provided this car for this really? show. And this Trans Am was so in demand. Everyone wanted a black one with a tan leather interior sales went through the roof during this time period wow uh, that's crazy how that stuff works i know isn't that crazy because you keep seeing something on tv it's like mind control it's like oh you want this you want this but it was a 1982 um pontiac trans am that's what you see uh in the show and i was just like oh all right. that's so cool i remember that car though it's really nice oh i got the model y'all and i think if i push it let me see if the battery let me see it better not talk Oh, 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 he's talking. The voice of Night Industry 2000's microprocessor. K I T T for easy reference. Kit if you prefer. Oh! <laughs> Oh my god! And you see, did you get that? I got this from um from some shop. I don't remember. Yesterday? No, (laughs) I got been at this. Look, you see this little scanner in the front? That scanner that you see that everybody knows, that's from Battlestar Galactica. He has another character that he he like he sees like that through his helmet. Mm-hmm. So when he came up with the idea for Knight Rider, he took that character's knight and he put it over here. And That's then you. what was also crazy is during this time, you could get a Pontiac and you can get the scanner. The Even after the show was canceled, people, people still were still it. getting a scanner. And can I tell you, producer Brand, I don't know if you remember, I think we were in the car together. I don't know if you were with me or not, but I was driving down Hollywood Boulevard and I almost had an accident because somebody had this the 19, car with the thing. The car, it was black with the brown leather interior. I slowed down. I would have I loved. almost lost my mind. I would have loved to be around Hollywood Boulevard like as a kid or just in that area because I feel like Beverly Hills, Hollywood. I just remember like the '90s view of it or the '80s. Mm-hmm. So right, right. Everybody was just out. Now it just smells like life. pee. <laughs> it's true. It's the place of broken dreams. <laughs> broken, and broken promises. Dreams. Um, the only other little trivia fact I'll tell you is that this car um, kit, there was an evil car. Mm. And the evil car name, because they didn't have a lot of, I guess, imagination was car. Oh, no. <laughs> K-A-R-R. <laughs> <laughs> and so it stands for Night Automated Roving Robot. But the oh, problem okay, was okay. that was the original car, but someone programmed, programmed that car to only worry about itself for, like, self-preservation. Okay. And that made the car evil. Gotcha. So then they came up with the second prototype, which was the car we got, Kit. So in the series, you'll see the bad Kit versus the good kid mm. and then david hasselhoff it was so cheesy but he would play the bad villain and all he did was put on a mustache <laughs> you and know he people was falling for it back then like, oh right, my god right right and the voice of the bad car was played by peter cullen who is the voice of optimus prime oh wow really he did the voice of the bad car I've always wondered what happened. Do, do you think that car ran out of gas? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm empty. <laughs> right. I, listen, I think Kit would tell Michael, Michael, we need to go get gas. We need to go. If it was my and car, don't go to Jesse. Chevron. Right. And Jesse be like, you're pulling that arco because you know you ain't got a lot of money. I just think, I just, I just, 
<laughs> I just Bluetoothed into your account. You know what's funny? And this is uh, it's interesting. So speaking of David Hasselhoff, when I worked at Google Express, uh-huh. one thing they would do, because they do a lot of fun, random stuff, like when you work in like tech stuff or uh-huh. startups, uh-huh. they had this code um, where you could do one of two things. You could either David Hasselhoff someone uh-huh. or you could, uh, oh, I forgot his name. It's another guy I remember. Okay. But everybody knows him. Never mind. I've, I don't want to take too long trying to think of it. Okay. But if, let's say, Brandon's like on his computer and uh-huh. he gets up to go get some water, uh-huh. everybody runs, puts the code in real quick and leaves. Uh-huh. And then it's basically like hacking your computer and everything is David Hasselhoff. Oh my so God. Every picture you see <laughs> when you go on Google, everything. And you're like, and they're always going to be like, who did it? Who did it? Why is on me? And so then you got to go in and uh-huh. undo the whole code and it takes all day. So sometimes it would work with, it would uh, harm productivity. Wow. But even the bosses would do it. Like, oh, that's amazing. You, the thing was, you don't get up from, you take your laptop everywhere right right so you don't give and if you don't you close it so somebody got to get in but some people would not be thinking and they would just get up and go get something uh-huh. and every time somebody would that hack your computer amazing i can't believe you could do like one show and become just a household name it was like i think only four seasons or something yeah. and this show was like popular the other one was nicholas cage david oh, Hasselhoff, nicholas or nicholas cage. cage somebody got yeah. you okay i mean he later came on and did like baywatch and uh-huh. like re you know vibed his you know sex appeal and yeah. all that kind of stuff but the fact of the matter is this man <clears throat> did two shows and it's just like everybody knows who david Hasselhoff is yeah I and i david think Hasselhoff. he was also famous in like germany or something with some music career it's like Maybe. weird he you had like know, these actors be having all kind of right? stuff going on julia roberts was making two million dollars a commercial like in china like around pretty woman time like two like two million dollars that's unheard do of. you know i have always loved grace jones like uh-huh idolized her mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and i never knew until i was older that she had a music career oh absolutely never knew and knew like i, I had heard pull up to my bumper uh-huh. but, uh-huh. but i never knew it was grace Great. jones yes patcher remade it remember patcher i don't yeah. know if you remember she remade know, yeah. pull up to my bumper back in the 90s i just remember grace jones as a model all mm-hmm. the stuff and just iconic actress yeah right Yo, actress. she had a whole singing career that's crazy yeah you're right so actors and actresses can be doing all kind of stuff and you never know because when you think about it there's a lot of talented people that end up in certain things Mm -hmm. yeah so you might be doing all kind of stuff then you end up being an actor right but that's my fave tv show i love it that's really good kenneth i think it's also more connected to my person to my uh to my like i said my childhood too yeah so like you have like these sweet nostalgic memories connected those things are always and i watched the show again i was like "Ah, it doesn't necessarily hold up i don't care i just let it play in the background got you that's deep you got anything else you want to say no (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and take a nice break and then we get to find out uh what my fave movie is that's right don't you really want to know okay i was wondering who the father of my baby was all right let's take a look you got miss cleo being a dna paternity test Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right let me see what the cards is revealing slowly searching who is the father of your baby okay it's the one that's really unpleasant. Okay. Uh-huh. It's um, also, okay, the cards then told me something else. It's the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Mm. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's him. That's the baby daddy. Okay. But you already knew that. Well, girl, I just wasn't sure. I don't know how the baby looked just like him. Yes, he does. <laughs> you in denial over there. Let me tell you, the man got like a little, um, like a pig nose. Mm. The baby got that same nose. Oh my, I'm calling Jadarius right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
The cards can reveal things that you can't see on your own. Call me now for a free tarot reading. Call now for your free reading at 1-800-866-I'm-Sure-She's-Lying. That's 1-800-866-I'm-Sure-She's-Lying. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I was yawning. I got tired. Okay. <laughs> you, Did you I was like when the baboons, you know how the baboons be yawning in their mouth be all way open? <laughs> Woo. I'm back. I'm oh good. Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody. We're excited because this is our switcheroo episode. Switcheroo. So, Marcellus, what is your favorite movie of all time? Kenneth. And I'm very interested. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, what he chose. Can I tell you, I was so excited about this so because really I've been curious. really wanting to say this like the whole time we've been doing the show, but I'm like, movies are not, you know, I don't do the movies. But anyway, this by far, there's no doubt, this is my favorite movie. And there, to be honest, there's like a second one that I can, can consider a favorite movie, but I know that this had to be in the forefront. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. My fave movie of all time is... is to Wang Fu. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Of course. Julie Newman. Of course. Now, let me tell you. Of course. Of I course. Now, if I could describe it, the reason why I would say I'm not the movie guy, and even it's funny because I'm into film and I consider myself a filmmaker, mm-hmm. so I love making film, but I would love to make TV shows yeah. in, the, in my future. Yeah. Well, um, the reason why is because I love to watch films, uh-huh. but I can't watch a lot of films over and over again. Okay. If I see it once or twice, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I just... I just I don't know why I can't do it mm-hmm. that much, but this I can watch uh-huh. every day at least two times a day and not be tired of and it. Not and not be tired. Every That's when you know it's your fave. Word. That's when. Just you so know. you can get backstory, I was a young kid. Uh huh. And <laughs> my godmother just put something on, so uh-huh. I'll go see. If she just put a video in. Uh-huh. Little did she know she was introducing me to my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and some background. Tuong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar is a movie about three men mm-hmm. in New York mm-hmm. who do drag. Mm-hmm. So three drag queens in New York. Right. And it's so funny because they are in a drag competition, which mm-hmm. happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And usually you need a winner. Yeah. But we know from recent uh, days of RuPaul's Drag Race that there can definitely be a tie for <laughs> right. whatever reason. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so what happened on the show is... It's funny enough, RuPaul uh-huh. announces that there is a tie. Right, right. And Vita Boam and Noxima Jackson, uh-huh. also known as Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes, <laughs> they, she said, we have a tie. And Wesley Snipes, well, Vita, I mean, uh, Noxima Jackson is like, tie? What she mean, tie? <laughs> <laughs> and Vita Boam is like, huh? You know, uh-huh. and they each have their own style. And that's why I'm so into it because, you know, they're making these characters. A lot of people get it wrong. They're confused or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, what, drag queens? It's female impersonators entertainers mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to be yeah. lines have been blurred and people do whatever they want now but right, right initially it was female impersonation so there was a character and people stuck to that character mm-hmm. so vita boyam was like old glamour hollywood mm-hmm. everything she wore you wouldn't go see her looking like a, a bimbo right she was gonna always look like old glamour whereas noxima jackson was yo yo ghetto uh mm-hmm. auntie or something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just always gonna have the hip pads and everything right, else right. And it was so amazing that these actors of mm-hmm. that time you know did that yeah and so basically vita boyam wins all the time uh-huh Noxima jackson is getting so good now she's starting to win uh-huh. and they both win uh-huh and they know each other right and vita boyam even says you know i you know i'm the one that been giving you makeup tips and all this other stuff uh-huh. so you know you should be glad 
But what the story really is about mm-hmm. is not just about them. It's about what you do, you mm-hmm. know, with that win. What mm-hmm. do you do? What mm-hmm. are you giving to a community mm-hmm. that needs a face mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they go in the back and one, uh, another drag queen who was played by uh, John Luguizamo, mm-hmm. he comes to the competition right and he's very very fresh right he's green right, he doesn't right. really know you know right. whatever but he's trying to be right big right and he thinks he's gonna win so when he doesn't win he runs out in the middle of the announcement and everything <laughs> and he goes in the stair and he's so crying dramatic. and this is by far my favorite scene of the entire movie uh-huh. when they're in the stairwell yes and Noxima Jackson are walking uh-huh. and they're just basking in the, uh, the, the glam and the right. ambience and walk around they're just happy right and <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez, who is uh, Patrick Sway, I mean, John Leguizamo, is on the stairs and he's just crying. He's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and then <laughs> Vita says, Noxima, that little Latin boy in drag is crying. Little Latin boy in drag, why are you crying? <laughs> Everything is so extra. <laughs> and then she said, because you guys are just, you know, you're just so beautiful. And then that's when <laughs> Noxima's like, that's all. <laughs> but it's just so much shade and that's a part of like drag culture right, right. it's reading it's shade it's like right. all these things in there and it's just so funny to me that that whole like interaction goes on and if you really pay attention mm-hmm. they're shading each other the entire time mm-hmm. while trying to promote each other yes yes there's this and nice back even, and forth right she, uh, Vita even tells Noxima because they're trying to now take her on the trip with her right she even tells her I'm the one that made you look a little less like mom's baby you know? <laughs> right right so right. it's just all these things but long story short they go and the whole story changes because they were supposed to have a flight all the way to Hollywood Mm -hmm. to kind of enjoy their win Mm -hmm. but they decide to give up the tickets Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. um, to Hollywood to Hollywood Uh but I'm forgetting his name who which Uh, character the genie from Aladdin Uh, you talking about Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. I was like, oh, Robin Williams. Uh-huh. He was in it too. Yep. And um, this is so funny. This is in between his two movies where he did drag. He did Mrs. Doubtfire and I think Birdcage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where he was basically dressed yeah. in drag. Yeah. Um, but in this, he was just um, a guy. But uh-huh. he played John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith's The Money Man. Right, right, right. And they go to this Chinese restaurant. And the Chinese restaurant is actually re- where they actually got the name because there was a real picture in real life mm-hmm. of Julie Newmar mm-hmm. and there was a message that said to Wong Fu uh-huh. thanks for everything Julie Newmar uh-huh. and that became the title of the of movie. The movie. God it's such a good and story. And it's just so great because they go in there and everybody's like celebrating them and then you got um all these like people you see Naomi Campbell uh-huh. she goes up to Noxima I wish I was as beautiful as you right right <laughs> Noxima's right. like oh good luck you know <laughs> right it's like all right. these like things in shade and there's just so many things I can quote from that movie but I won't do that to y'all <laughs> but what I will say is you have a wonderful soundtrack starts off with Salt and Pepper mm-hmm. giving uh, the body beautiful uh-huh, uh-huh. and you got Barbara Streisand which is one of my favorite songs in there she was singing her heart out uh-huh. but it was for um I think a uh, a musical she did uh-huh. way back in the day uh-huh. it's called Gotta Move and mm-hmm. all that is just great but they go and then they end up in this this area of mm-hmm. middle mid- America middle America middle where America. they are not accepted no and that is where the whole story unfolds so it's like you've got to see just where it goes from there it's such a warm story you it's guys it's such a warm it's story and fun. it's so inviting but it's so comical it, it has heart I can laugh throughout that entire movie just from the shade mm-hmm. that's on and me and my uh, best friend Edward 
Uh-huh. We still to this day have a saying from that movie. It's our uh-huh. favorite thing. The old woman was walking by and they was like, she can't hear. She'll say, she can't hear me at all. She's like, no. She said, your stockings are falling down. <laughs> and me and Edward like to say that all the time just to each other. Just as shame. But heart, y'all. That is it's my favorite movie. So now with a little bit of facts, now that uh-huh. I didn't went and gave you a little <laughs> mini recap. <laughs> Uh, the movie was filmed in New York City because uh-huh. New York City is really known for that drag, that yeah. grit, and they have a lot of people in the drag scene. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got Patrick Swayze, you got John Leguizamo, and you know they both were nominated for um, for um, uh, Golden Globe, I think. It Golden was. Globe, okay. Uh, yeah, nominated for Golden no, Globe. No, I didn't know that for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Comedy uh-huh. and Best Supporting Actor. Oh wow! I don't know why I didn't give it to Wesley Snipes because he did amazing. He did an he amazing job. P- Probably you my gotta favorite know person in there. That during those times they were very masculine they were and very, they were playing against type. They were playing against type and they were very masculine. But also what we felt to realize is in this culture, this drag culture, the gay culture, there still was racism. Oh, of there course. There still is. Of but course. there still was racism. Of course. And so many people besides and they played on that a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. with the racism to show what was really going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Um one thing I'm very excited about is there is Two things. Talks of a Broadway play coming. Mm-hmm. But they've been talking about it since 2017. Okay. There's talks okay. of Broadway play coming. But they're remastering it for Blu-ray. Oh, And it's nice. coming out in May. Oh, nice. And that was 1995 when they came out. I was five years old. Oh, wow. But anyway, so... I was... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> one thing I thought was interesting i'm not gonna you don't gotta say it no it's fine one thing i thought was interesting is that the three actors they spent time in the drag community okay for that oh that makes sense yeah that makes total sense they really was like we're gonna figure we're gonna be a part of this we're gonna try to you know get what's going on right also what i did not know what did you find out is that that patrick swayze and john Leguizamo did not get along really so patrick swayze was method Oh. While John Leguizamo was improvising yeah, almost say, everything. He's, he's an improviser, and I know. And he was, like, doing stuff a lot for camera time, mm-hmm. whereas Patrick Swayze was really mm-hmm. embodying mm-hmm. Vita Boam. Mm-hmm. And they even fist, had to get broken up. They were fighting, fist fighting, because they wow. were not getting along. And it's funny, because they don't get along, their characters. Yeah. And yeah. they have a scene where they are going at it, and you feel that is real. No wonder they got nominated, because he was really upset Because he him. really didn't like him. You know, I will say that when people who are method, they want the other actor to hit their line. Mm-hmm. So they know when to come in. But I feel like that's such BS, because if you're good and you're embodying the person, then you should be able to flow and improvise yeah, as well. because you're that person. Yeah. You know? But oh, I mean, I can, but under- I'm so glad I can understand by the same token how if you're taking something seriously and somebody else isn't, it may feel kind of different, but you have to be respectful and open to people's process. Yeah. I mean, because improvise doesn't mean that they don't, they're not serious. Right. But I'm saying if you I'm know, thinking of a method actor in their mind, they may feel like you're not taking it as serious as me because right. it's all a joke to you. Right. Right. Whereas right. as an improviser. Mm. This is my serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. Ooh, that's so good. What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> what? Who else didn't get along? <laughs> what? The wigs was being snatched? What else? This had a lifetime box office revenue of $47 million. Ooh. And it made $9 million on the first okay. week. And it's considered... Mm-hmm. Uh, not sorry. $11 million Okay. opening. It's considered top nine of top grossing gender bending films oh nice so it's really known in the community as something yeah. like yeah 
Because there's know, a lot of films with different men dressing up as women and women dressing up as men. Right. I got you. I got you. And it was one of the first movies, mm-hmm. not the first, but mm-hmm. one of the first movies to really give cred, credit to drag queens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And put them in the forefront. Mm-hmm. So, you know, RuPaul is huge now. Of course. But of that course. on her, she was Rachel Tension uh-huh. in the show. Yeah. And she yeah. was the previous winner. Yeah. And she was announcing the new winner. Right. right. So she came out and everybody kind of knew RuPaul. Who, RuPaul at that exactly. Time. Exactly. But her being on the movie RuPaul was RuPaul like a big deal. And everything. Yeah. yeah. She was getting more and more. RuPaul yeah. like literally was. She's like on all kind of the movies first and everything. Mainstream. Yeah, for sure. Uh, drag queen superstar for sure yeah and overall i mean there's so much i can say in the in the uh, movie they go to a place called uh snydersville uh-huh and that's the midwest town they're in and in loma i think omaha i mean loma nebraska mm-hmm. i think there is still a sign that says welcome to snydersville, snydersville? But oh, it's like no. fading but they yeah. kept it up oh so it's like this this show was filmed all over there new jersey mm-hmm. they went to new york mm-hmm. and then they went down into like Nebraska. I, I mean Nebraska and okay. stuff like that. They stayed in that area for the whole film. It's such a fun, fun movie, you yeah. guys. It's fun, Marcellus. What a great pick! It has a lot of heart, and that is a movie that you can watch again and again and again because yeah. there's certain parts that I love when they kind of gave the ladies their makeover and they had oh, the yeah, strawberry yeah. festival. And Listen, she said. Ugh. So we need to come up with a theme, and you guys aren't doing it. So what are strawberries? Strawberries are red. <laughs> yes, and then here come yes. uh, here come Wesley Snipes. Red and wild. That's your theme. It's like <laughs> they were making the whole thing seem like the drag queens just had it all together, yes, and everybody yes. else just they're red. You right, know, right. it was great. I and love it. Lighthearted, and you know, it was a good movie. And people should just. It has so many other themes in it, though: racism, mm-hmm. um, domestic oh, they, violence. Oh, yeah. Sexism. Abuse in general, sexism, mm-hmm. all kind of things. Ageism. Ageism. They dealt with a lot of stuff they in that dealt movie with if a you lot. were really looking. And, and there's some really good messages yeah. that came out of that movie. It was really good. Acceptance so. and all, and being who you still are. Still love that movie. You. And my other friend, Brandon uh, Bray, uh-huh. me and him still uh, love to talk about that movie because we just know all... It's just so little, little parts on there that's funny. Yeah. But yeah. I must say because I just... I, I'm so like... Have my little bit of movies that I love. Yeah, my other favorite. <laughs> okay, okay, is Incredibles. It'll always be a classic for me. That is a favorite That's your movie. Honorable of mine. mention. So those two are together. Nope, it couldn't be my honorable mention because it was too high to be an honorable mention. That okay. was. And plus, people seen that. Okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, no, it's it totally makes sense. My mom loved Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. She loved Tu Wong Fu and she loved Birdcage. Yeah. We used to crack up at those movies though. I want to say thank you for sharing that. If you guys have not seen what we've talked about, please take time. You can look for uh, Tu Wong Fu. It's streaming now. It was on Netflix for a while. I think it was on Netflix for a minute. It might still be there. It may still be there or not, but please, if you haven't seen it, it's a great popcorn flick. Uh, get you some Chinese, some takeout, and just sit on your couch and watch that. I yeah. think that'd be a great way to spend a Friday evening. And then Night Rider, just for some cool kicks, you can watch that in the background while you're cooking or something. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Well, we're gonna talk about our honorable. Did you say your other fun fact you want to say about Night Rider? I don't know what if you did. Oh, producer Brandon had a fun fact while we guys were on break. Y'all that listen. blew my mind. Okay, producer Brandon. Tell them your fun. While we were on break, you guys, producer Brandon was like, did you know? Mind blown. 
Alright, so Kenan already mentioned that the voice of Kit is actor William Daniels. Yes, and sir. I was trying to figure out if he was British or not, so I looked him up and immediately I recognized his face. You guys, William Daniels, that's that's Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Mr. Feeney. I used to be scared of him. Like from he was Bo- like I know. Mr. Feeney was the voice <laughs> of Kit. I had no idea. Mr. Feeney <laughs> Where the button at? The buttons of the gas the gas. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World, you guys, is the voice of Kit from Knight Rider. I had no idea. And when you Play a clip. Can I tell? Come on, you guys. Come That's on. Just nostalgia. I had no idea. If producer Brandon brought it up. I was like, oh my god. And now when you do listen to Mr. Feeney, you can't unhear it. Okay, he's playing eight life lessons learned from Mr. Feeney on YouTube. We live in a random and chaotic universe. Oh my god, that's him! Wow. Sometimes the sure thing is not the best thing. Oh! Oh, that's deep. Listen, you guys. That's him! That is Kit! So, if you want to just kind of have your mind blown, go and tell somebody that. Did you know? So, that's pretty amazing. We got to do our honorable mentions, Marcellus. We definitely do. Can I take a moment and yeah. backtrack for a few seconds. Yeah. Way back when on season one, uh-huh. I was, uh, and I thought I fixed this, but I'm going to fix it again. Okay. I shaded <laughs> Keaton Peel. Okay. But I've been watching a few things, okay. and I think they are really funny. And I'm not lying, because listen, I was watching uh, Megan, and I was crying. I just want y'all to know I love her. Random at all? It was. I just thought about that, it. it just you came felt like I, you need to do that right I now? I felt like I need to do it because I thought about season it from one? season one. Okay, you feel. I got the memory of an elephant. Do you feel better now? I feel good. Okay, so if you're listening, Jordan Peele or Michael Keaton, uh, Marcellus is sorry. Yeah, I never said nothing. I left <laughs> from the beginning, <laughs> so I just want y'all to know. I have no problem with y'all. I just want to fast forward to the beginning of season three when Marcellus is like. I don't know if I said this. <laughs> right, right. It's going to be, I don't, <laughs> season three, Marcellus. I know somebody was talking about this. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say, I just watched two more episodes <laughs> of P&P. I haven't in watched this last year. in this right. last year. And they are really funny. They and I want to apologize. for the community. <laughs> Those brothers are talented. They really are. Um <clears throat> Okay, we are going to take a break. Why don't you listen to one of our wonderful sponsors? Give me a break. Hey, you ever been injured in an auto accident? Don't wait. Call me right now. You may be entitled to compensation. I'm Lenny K. Parker. Nathaniel Thomas here. I was at the church annual picnic and got chicken grease all over my good knee. But I called Lenny K. Parker, and he got me $82.93. Ain't got no new knee, but I got some money. My name is Katie LaCroix. I called several law officers, and I was not able to find anyone who didn't want a down payment. I said, not today, devil. That's when I called Lenny K. Parker. Call now. Toll free. 1-800-444-0000. I'm Lenny K. Parker. I'm nearby and I'm ready to fight for you. You ain't got to worry about no medical bills, no suffering or lost wages. Listen, you need somebody to go to choir rehearsal for you? We got somebody ready. You need somebody to go to your AA meeting? We got somebody ready for that too. You got to go to a physical? We got somebody ready for that too. It's Lenny K. Parker Law Offices. We going to handle everything. Call me right now. Devon Washington, uh, Lenny K. Parker got me. 2.1 million dollars and I'm in a wheelchair 
Okay, we are back. Thank you for space. that, sponsor. Um, <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> this is the time. That made me think. Oh, what? Nothing. No, you need to finish <laughs> the thought because you didn't stop me. Well, I just hear. You know, a lot of times I hear sponsor in like AA meetings, like on TV <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I wonder why that comes up. Let's talk about <laughs> honorable mentions now. With honorable mention, for those who were listening for the first time, these are the movies that we were just like, oh my God, they're so amazing. Or the TV shows that are so amazing that we have to mention them. And we're going to just mix those in with the must watch. Okay, so would you like to go first? Oh, God. We can switch it up. We can, I don't have to go first. Okay, Marcellus. So let's save movie. I'm going to tell you my honorable mention. My honorable uh-oh. I'm gonna tell you my honorable mention, and I'm also gonna tell you my must watch. Okay. <laughs> now listen, this gets real. Okay. Because even though I'm not the movie guy, there are movies I love. Okay. And then okay. I think that the the, the 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 audience out there would love too. You know? I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. So uh, I believe that. I mentioned The Incredibles earlier. Yes. But I think people need to watch Incredibles too. I don't know if everybody oh watched it, but that God. shit is good. <laughs> and then, listen, honorable mention for sure. Uh-huh. This movie is very recent, and it is on my list of. Um, I'm really curious to see what you're going to say. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That was phenomenal. Can I tell you, I heard people saying it, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay, whatever, whatever. I went to go out, me and uh, producer Brandon went to go see it. Mm-hmm. Listen to. Me. Wasn't that dope? I was huh. getting my life, and there was a little white girl next to me, mm-hmm. and she was just amazed. And I was like, "Mm-hmm, yeah, good, huh? that's a good movie." Ain't <laughs> yes, it is. She was uh, loving it. It was and amazing. I just think that wait—is this your honorable mention or just a must-watch? This sure. is a must-watch. Okay, because I, I was like, "This I is know, a, this clear. has to be must-watch." This is a must-watch because if you have not seen Spider-Man, mm-hmm. is, is it into or enter? I always get in. Into the Spider Verse, into because I want to enter the Spider Verse. Oh, I like the Spider Verse right now because I want to be into one of the Spider Men. His gates with his oh, okay, game. here we go. But anyway, <laughs> I think it's just so amazing that the take that they they took on it. And I was getting so upset. I think we talked about this before on one of the other episodes before we saw the movie. But I was getting so upset because every now and then I read comments and people were just making uh, comments about stuff. And somebody said, "Why don't we make Black Panther white?" You know all the stuff. And I'm like, "Why do people gotta be?" Like that. Why do people got to be extra? Ugh, this is not about, oh, there's a black Spider-Man. No, there's literally was a comic about it. This is just the Spider-Verse. There are different people in the Spider-Verse. Unfortunately, everybody in the Spider-Verse isn't white. Yeah. Sorry, it didn't work that way. There yeah. are different people in the world. <laughs> right. So I got so just irritated with that. But anyway, moving on from the race part of it all. That movie was so. It was phenomenal. Bomb. That movie was phenomenal. That movie was so good. Everything phenomenal. about it was good. I love the little like comic references, and mm-hmm. while in the middle of a the movie, there's a little like boom pow kind of right, things like that. Right. The animation, the music, the animation, amazing. the voices. You a good movie to me because I'm all about storytelling and the structures of storytelling. Right. A good movie to me, you automatically put yourself in it. Mm-hmm. We you, as yeah. humans, we like to connect to stuff. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Even the, the horror films, right? You think about what you gonna do in the situation. What would I do if a ghost was in a bad movie? You don't think about it because it don't make no sense. It's not, not realistic. You can't connect. But we think that that these movies are so great because we could connect ourselves, and we sitting there thinking about what type of spider person would we be, right? Or what would we do in How that would situation? Spider Man, look right. If I was there, that is to me is brilliant, and that was an amazing movie, and it deserved everything that it got. 
And that's all I'm saying. Oscar. Um, so that's my must watch. And I have one more honorable mention. Okay. Because it's another movie that I could watch over and over again and say all the words to. And that's Don't Be a Menace while in the hood. <laughs> while drinking your juice in the hood. Your juice in the hood. Listen. Do we have a problem? <laughs> that movie is so. She said, hand me that shit. <laughs> like oh, that is I love that movie guys. so those are all movies you want to know if, if if you ever want to know what a movie day with me would be like that's what it's going to be Regina Hall y'all right. I love it I love it I, love I hate it. my gums because they black this <laughs> is a great great fun movie uh, I'm going to tell you about my it's your turn honorable mention it's your turn Great. I wish y'all could see. I'm gonna have to really just have it. We we we're doing some videos and we posting some stuff, but I need to do a video of us recording this because Kim be making some crazy faces. I ain't making no crazy face. And this, I just need y'all to see. This is my face because he be just looking like something <laughs> wrong with him. This is Jack A from two two seven. Mary, Mary, I ain't making no crazy face. Can I tell you, Jack A is Jack A everywhere in she goes. In real go. life, I yes. love it. I love it. She's like, I'm gonna be me in every role. Same with Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> Right, Jennifer Lewis is the same character. But that's every what you role. want. That's what but you we want. Love it. We love are it. not mad about it. And the same thing with Jack H. But Mary. <laughs> anyway, um, we're dating ourselves. If you guys don't know what we're referring to, it's a TV show called Two Two Seven with Marla Gibbs and Jack Harris and Regina King. Regina King was so young. Our Oscar winner Ger- Regina King I'm so was happy a for teenager her. in Two Two Seven. Really? That's her very first acting job. Yeah, she played uh, Marla Gibbs' daughter. Anyway, my honorable mention. My, I'm honored to mention this film as one, uh, this show as one of my favorite shows is Bewitched. (gasps) Ooh, I loved Bewitched growing up. Something about that black and white film and in color and just. Oh, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. little nose. Samantha could wiggle yeah. her nose. It was the story about this wonderful housewife who also happens to be a witch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so 1960s. Right. Um, and that's honorable mention. But my must watch. Uh-oh. I didn't Y'all should have seen again. he got a quickening in the spirit. Oh, I went back again. What's your must watch? I went back again. Ooh. This is a spinoff from The Six Million Dollar Man, which is a show that came out back yeah. then. Yeah. Bionic Woman. Oh, that show was good. I got an interesting thing about that, but continue. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay Wagner plays this tennis pro, Jamie Summers, who almost killed herself in a skydiving accident. And so the government comes. She get a bionic ear, one bionic arm, and two bionic legs. Yeah. And becomes a spy for the government. (laughs) Ah, yes! Oh, I love it. I love it. Again, this character is iconic. She came on the Six Billion Dollar Man as a guest character. Yep, got a show. And fans fell in love. Yeah. And she got her own show. Amazing. And can I tell you, the special effects hold up today. Oh, yeah. Like, she'll grab, like, a, a metal handle, and it'll, yeah. like, squeeze like it's, like, like it's plastic. Oh, it was good. I was like... I just they watched the episode it. and I was like, this actually holds no, up. The only thing it. that's dated would be the costume, the yeah. cars, and the architecture. Right. But for the most part, those special effects hold and up And the fact to that today. people were so surprised that she could have a life. Right. <laughs> right. That's dated. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, she was a teacher in the show. You guys, if you can, you want to go back and look at some classic, you know, 1960s, 1970s uh, cinematography. Can I tell you? Oh. No, I'm just saying the angles and all that stuff is pretty dope. Listen, so when I was doing my studies mm-hmm. of television and things of that nature, uh-huh. we really dug into like Bionic Woman, um, Wonder Woman, <clears throat> really? all those shows. Because these shows were very, um, 
What did your professor say? Integral. Mm-hmm. I said that wrong. Anyway, no, they were very, very important for the women's movement at that time. Oh. Because it showed women's not only emancipation, but they have power. They ah. they, they can do stuff. And it's not a, so you got a $6 million man, and now you got this woman that come on and she gets a show versus some other I guy that see. came on. I see. I see. But there was still art. There was still issues. Mm-hmm. There was still argument because they love to say that if you really watch it mm-hmm. versus a $6 million man, mm-hmm. she always ended up something went wrong. If you ever notice, really? her leg would always mess up or something. Oh. Or something would like malfunction, mm-hmm. which is, you know. Okay. Probably gonna happen if you're bionic, right, right, right. But it didn't happen as much to to six. So right. it was almost okay. like she always needed some type of help. Oh, so okay. you know they were okay. upset about that. Okay, and things of that nature. But it was really important at that time, especially just for women and yeah. being seen and what a woman can do, and right. that women could you know be a person. She was vulnerable she was sweet she was uh-huh. kind she was strong she was smart yeah she had charisma she beautiful. it was a you're right it was a great show and i could totally see how that could be something for women the show ran from 1976 to 1978 yeah. so it was perfect it got a reboot uh mm-hmm. in i remember that i remember that reboot remember the reboot yeah. it got a reboot in um like later on but it didn't do good it, yeah, it, didn't it was do like good. 2007 night uh, rider also got a reboot uh-huh. um and it was a Ford Mustang. It oh. was no longer a Pontiac, and gotcha. that was uh, made in two thousand eight. And they got eighteen episodes. But this it didn't r- work. this brings a question to me, and I really want to know your mind on this. How many more reboots do you think can be successful? Oh. Not how many are they gonna make because they're gonna keep making them, oh. but successful because I'm starting to feel like people are looking for some type of uh, original content, or if it's not original, they're mm-hmm. looking for some type of uh, a different take because that's really all writing is mm-hmm. you're taking from something else and changing so it's different than a reboot you're gonna switch it up yeah and now I, this bionic woman is hooked on drugs or something. Well, that's no. a new show you know right <laughs> she throw the coke man you know, the drug man be strong anyway <laughs> <laughs> what i wanted to do was take the semblance of a crackhead <laughs> And uh, because they got extra strength when they walk down the street and they kicked the can and I was inspired by I crack. Okay, so I think (laughs) that you're right. I don't know. But that Um, would be amazing. Like just to think about this stuff, because you got a lot of original content coming, especially Netflix and things like that. But I just think it's so um, interesting that they're doing so many reboots. I think it's like like sometimes the movie studios get caught up in making money and Mm -hmm. they rather go with a product that people already know because in their mind they'll feel like it'll be easier to sell also i think it's social media too because we do a lot of uh throwbacks and Mm -hmm. nostalgia speaking Mm -hmm. on social media and like Mm -hmm. oh y'all remember that and looking at all this Mm -hmm. old stuff so i imagine that that has somebody has to play in it i believe that's part of it too because if you know the new twilight zone is coming out yeah jordan peele he, but here's the thing though. I think it's also amazing. He's in a position where he can green light stuff now. Oh yeah, for and sure. And so it's his own personal love of the show. Right. So when you look at Get Out and you look at his new movie, you can see elements of how Twilight Zone has definitely influenced him. That makes sense. So he yeah. wants to do Twilight Zone because it's a pet project. It's something he loves. Right. And he has the power to make it happen. Yeah. So I get it. If you're that a makes creative total person, sense. oh, I, I, if I, if I become an actor and I have power. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring back um, 
Well, you know what? You know I'm what? just gonna do a cooking show. As long as you don't say mash. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> no. I said producer Brandon chime in, and that's the difference between the reboots that are successful and the ones that aren't, or the ones that are just the cash grab. Right. It's when you get the showrunners, the people behind it, who have a love for the property and they believe in it, mm-hmm. have a love for mm-hmm. you know what they're doing. It's sacred. And also, it's sacred. It has sacred. to make. I think it has to make sense with the time. Yeah. Now, honestly, would be a good time for a Bionic Woman reboot. Well, because all you got is. Right, all kind of stuff like that happening, and you you're know? talking about women still being in power and yeah. giving them a voice and a choice. I was looking doing research. They got um, new um, Night Rider movie, and I was like, a new Night Rider movie. Well, it turns out these are student films. So um. somebody did a seven minute Night Rider film that just came out in January of this year, mm-hmm. and I got all excited because I thought this was going to be a full feature length film. Right, and I was like, oh my god! This, and I was like, oh, but it's see, a student film. People, so you got some people that are just fans. And it's but some those student. be what's gold because those people have the heart and they're driving. I have a friend. I'm shouting out David Kirkman. Okay, David. He's in uh, STL St. Louis, All filmmaker. Right. He's All amazing. Right. All right, David. And uh, he makes a <laughs> brother need a job. I'm an actor. Brilliant uh-huh. films. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but he recently did um, Static Shock. It's called yes, Static. Yes. Yes. And the feedback he's getting is amazing, and just the stuff I see. I and then I'm just supporting. I mean, he's already done done it. Like it, it's, oh. it's it's great. I'm just supportive of people who are really putting that work out because from understanding because you know I I like to say aspiring filmmaker, but I be want to promote myself. No, I'm a filmmaker, mm-hmm. but I have yet to make. I have so much stuff to do still. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. that's life. Yeah. But. I am so passionate about people who are passionate, you know? Yeah, yeah. That stands out to me versus people who are going for that cash grab. Right. Be passionate about the things that you do. So I'm shouting you out, David. That's You're right, killing sir. It. That's right. And just in general, just people who really, especially students and stuff, because not everybody's going to get that chance, but to know that you are really tr- doing something, yeah, yeah. whereas somebody else just wants to do something but ain't ever gonna do it right right we love creating and that's what this show is all about it show so is thank you guys for listening to us thank you all who uh who've been waited so patiently for us to come out with a new episode we're so happy to have you and to our new listeners welcome thank you and welcome this has been my fave we talk about our favorite movies and television shows hi shanice Hey Shanice <laughs> <laughs> Marcellus tell them where they can listen to us And where can they get the show Um, I am so excited to say He got some news He got some news y'all Some changes since y'all left over So I have been always just trying to just get us everywhere But you know just really you Gotta sit down and take the time to really do that work But we are officially just everywhere Wherever you yes. can listen to a podcast You can find us Now if you yeah. go and try to be funny And say y'all ain't on uh, podcastnet.org Okay well, uh-huh. you, You're the only one on there by the way <laughs> But We're on Spotify We're on yes. iTunes We're yes. on Google Play yes. Google Store um, uh, SoundCloud is our home yes. So go listen to us on SoundCloud But we are just really trying our best to be everywhere that you can listen and we are just loving the feedback and loving that people listen and the people who really enjoy our camaraderie and our humor because if you did not know this is not just on the podcast this is really how me and Kenneth interact at all times oh god 
And, <laughs> you know, some videos are coming it. through. So keep watching on our YouTube. And I must promote our YouTube. Now, listen, our YouTube is a little bare. It's a brand new baby. It's a brand new baby. It's a baby. brand new baby she just born. Got little booties on. Little booties on. Little smooth bonnet. skin. And she just is crying. So go on there. Give us some love. Check us out. Watch it. Subscribe. And we will keep on uploading stuff and making you laugh because that's what we like. To do. to do Kenneth where can they follow you Specifically You know some people Might just want to follow you They if might you be attracted to you want to follow me Cause you attracted to me <laughs> You should see it. Huh? <laughs> if you want to follow me Because you Are a little smitten <laughs> I'm alright with that I'm alright with that I'm alright with what, that Where can they follow you At Ken Brown 79 okay. On Instagrams And I'm also on the book face Okay gotcha Uh huh you can follow me everywhere at Marcellus underscore kid. That's mm-hmm. Marcellus underscore kid. Okay. And he on um, black people meet. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, real talk. I didn't got back on black planet. Yeah. Marcellus made a black planet profile. Can I tell you, it's lit. I be in the chat room with the 20 sums. We be cracking jokes, talk about each other. It's oh fun. Oh my God. It took me Living all the way back life. to the nineties. Y'all. I only got a year left. Cause I'm about to be 29. So. Okay. Okay, on that note, y'all bye, because the world is over, because he about to be 29. Hasta la pasta. Bye.